Hey guys, this is Malika Singhania and you are tuned in to the Stylogram podcast, your one-stop shop for style tips, trend reports and fashion forecasts. Here we have with us Archal Kumar, a supermodel and showstopper for many designers. I personally know her best from the Big Boss series. Let's talk to her and find out about all things stylish. Hi Archal. Hi, how are you Malika? Very well. How are you? Very good. Thank how do you, you for feel? having me here. Thank you so much for coming on. So Archal, are you ready to get started and crack on? Totally, can't wait. Great. So Archal, tell us a little bit about your childhood, where you were born and uh your background and how you got into modeling. Well, I come from Chandigarh, a beautiful city called Chandigarh, and I'm the youngest of four girls. So three older siblings were girls. It's been a lot of fun growing up. So uh when it came to you know being a model right. I think the credit goes to my sisters so being the youngest of the family you know you're always taken for a ride be your sisters treat you like the guinea pig at home right so pretty much uh, you know in the, in the same sense you know this is how it worked out for me my sisters always thought i was lean they always thought uh, i was tall enough they always felt i had the you know the the face and and the features to actually look good in pictures and you actually so, do have the face and the features thank you. so then what made you apply to gladrags Um so soon after I moved to Bombay mm-hmm. I got my portfolio done by Dabu Ratnani and uh, you know to my surprise I got a lot of big campaigns offered to me from you know brands like Sunsilk and Rexona and a bunch of other things just came my way which is when I decided this money is really good you know the kind of money yeah. I was making it was definitely more than pocket money besides it gave me reason to skip college you know it gave me a sort of village to make reason reason to skip college so I decided to continue with it and uh, that's when some friends who had made along the way in the modeling industry they told me about the contest I'd heard about glad drags I knew they produced some really you know incredible names a lot of talent So I just decided I said I have nothing to lose perhaps I should go meet them and see if you know if I like what they have to offer the minute I met Mrs Maureen Wadia you know she runs the contest right. she's she's the mentor behind you yes. know some of the very successful she's, names you hear of she's fabulous she, herself yeah she is she's lovely So that half an hour meeting with her sort of convinced me that I didn't want to join the contest. It wasn't about winning the title at that time. It was more about learning from her. You know, I knew I would learn um you know from her especially and from the people the she had on board. Yeah, she had some really well-known people who were grooming the girls and the boys. Um so a, a really nice lineup of people that she had so that's and, how I applied for the contest and then you actually went ahead and won it yes i did that's yeah. amazing how old were you then like 16 i was uh, 18 at that time wow that must yeah. have been some head rush for a 18 year old it was a lot of fun uh, malika it gave me a lot of recognition overnight of course so people and started taking me very very seriously overnight suddenly there were pictures in the newspapers um you know people were calling me for shows and stuff that i'd never done before so wow. i think it was a lot of fun besides the experience of being a lot more groomed than i was right. earlier so let's backtrack so you came back to bombay mm-hmm. and then you basically dived into these fashion shows correct and uh, you did everything from lakme blenders mm-hmm. bright sig- signature which one was your favorite i think uh, 
I've enjoyed doing solo shows a lot more. You know, solo designer shows a lot more than fashion weeks. Though fashion weeks have their own frenzy. You are doing four to five shows in a day as a model. You are supporting so many different looks, changes in hair and makeup, wearing some clothes which are very very difficult to manage. You know, trying to maintain a you know a very straight face when you are wearing the most difficult garment. But personally, I enjoy doing. solo show so one of my favorites in these so many years is a show i did for abu jani and sandeep khosla about 2 uh, years back the show was choreographed by lubna and there was so much drama there was so much intensity it was right. it was an art deco sort of meets fashion sort of a show so i really enjoyed doing that okay and you walked for manish malhotra neeta lulla tarun telyani which one has been your favorite well there's so many great names you know they they're all a pleasure to work with but i think because i loved whatever i wore from manish's collections is the reason why i chose to wear uh, manish at my wedding so i went oh, wow. to him to for my bridal trousseau i went to him and to sabyasachi i think these guys um, though they are very popular they are very big names but they also understand when a bride comes to them you know they it's more about how the bride looks her best it's not about their design so it's i think about personal it's style. about personal personalizing their style right. and uh, of course then there's god of gupta there's rocky s who i adore absolutely adore and a bunch of others are they very different in their working styles see everybody has their uh, individual personality apart from you know how they execute their work and of course their designs are most of their designs are very different you know their style their designs so um luckily i've had the pleasure of working with some really nice designers though they are very big names but at the same time uh they're they're humble they're fun to work with you know right. they're people you can relate to right and fashion week pretty much is you know the same few models that walk for all the shows mm-hmm. right so you're actually wearing the clothes from all the designers that are participating mm-hmm. that can actually get quite exhausting yes it used to be very very exhausting malika because uh, people don't realize that a model's call to the venue way earlier than the shows actually begin mm-hmm. there are rehearsals to be done there are last minute fittings to be done or you know the so models are called way in advance to do hair and makeup as well so at times it used to be very exhausting because in between shows you know you're running from one show to the other to the other right. and in case the the days getting delayed because of the delay in shows mm-hmm. it used to be difficult for you to even go and grab a coffee or oh go and grab God. lunch so it used to get very very tiring so you come back home extremely drained so i feel if there were uh, you know lesser shows perhaps a model would feel less taxed but right. uh, it used to be an exhausting sort of a day but adrenaline rush at the same time yeah for sure yeah of course i've been mean, uh, wearing some of the most amazing clothes you know even before uh, they hit the stores even before people who can actually afford to wear them get to wear right. them you are chosen to showcase those clothes so of course that's a high when you know there are some really important people in the audience when you know your choreographer has expectations of you when you know certain things are difficult perhaps the shoes the designer has given you or the makeup perhaps you're sporting or the light that falls on your face you know at that point you have to forget about all the disadvantages 
and just focus on making the garment look good because eventually that's your job right you know i attended lakme fashion week 2016 and mm-hmm. we were on the front row and uh, it was so nerve-wracking for us cuz we were seeing these amazing clothes and these models just you know with this stoic look but then someone shoelace open and mm-hmm. you know they had to pretend like they didn't notice mm-hmm. someone tripped a little bit mm-hmm. and you know they just had to go on with the same expression yeah. and that can be quite uh, scary for a model and you know have you had an experience like that well of course uh, malika i mean i guess it's part and parcel of being in this industry nothing is foolproof right i mean even though you do your fittings even though you do your rehearsals something like this can happen to anybody so i've uh, thankfully i've never tripped or fallen down but i've seen some girls uh, you know have had a bad fall or you know any of such bad experiences but i do remember you know again coming back to fashion week sometimes within one show you have three or four multiple changes right, right. and you do get a very short time to run back into the green room get into the second garment take a quick look at your cue sheet at times if there's you know a change in choreography what is the cue sheet so help uh, us capture the energy behind the scenes cuz none of us have been behind the scenes and yeah. i always wonder what it's like is there someone waiting for you with your clothes is Is yes, there someone is there a makeup artist waiting yeah. for each model help us capture a little bit of that Well I wish there was a makeup artist waiting for each model <laughs> unfortunately uh that's not the case there are but, no budgets but, for that <laughs> But it's very professional it's extremely well organized so there is a designated backstage manager there's an area called the green room which is only for the models each model has a helper who comes to help them change get into an outfit and get into their shoes so you get your own mirror you don't get your own makeup artist but of course there are assistants around to right. help you you know in case you need a dab or if you need a you know a little bit more of makeup or whatever so it's it's uh, it's very very professional very well organized but you know the minute you're on the stage you're on the ramp you have this expression of being so serene or looking sexy or smiling depending on the you know the yeah. cue so you've been giving so i have giving. a question about yeah. that why do all models look so uh, serious um see it all always depends on the theme the designer has sometimes we are asked to look sexy sometimes we are asked to smile sometimes you are asked to look dead because i feel the reason behind this is that designers don't want the attention to go on the face but they want the attention to go on the outfit you know sometimes a model's expression can be very distracting to the audience so i, I feel agree but at the same time i feel like every all women are aspiring to be happy mm-hmm. and if you see happy models you'd want to buy the clothes even more correct so i don't understand why this whole seriousness and stoicness especially you know like sabhasachi mm-hmm. makes an effort to deglam his models correct with like the very large not the bindis but you know the spectacles yeah. and yeah. i've never really understood why that yeah. happens can you see, throw I some light it's yeah of course i think um, I love smiling on the ramp and even otherwise you know I think uh, when you smile you look even better but you know you have to follow the instructions by the end of the day whatever your show director your choreographer or your designer ask you so there's a brief you know when they tell you that this is the choreography we want 
there's also a lot of uh, stress uh, given upon the expressions right so if you're asked to maintain a very straight deadpan look so i feel that's a lot of influence from the west as well right. if you put on fashion tv if you see any of the top notch uh, fashion shows. shows you know you will see the models not smiling unless they've been asked to or you know um you know they they don't end up looking too sexy and what is the dynamic like in the fashion industry between the models you know whatever we know is from the movie fashion mm-hmm. which didn't really throw a very you know yeah. great light positive light on the modeling industry is there a lot of competition like any other industry is there camaraderie um how do how do models support each other well there's so much friendship and so much support i think that movie was complete hogwash it oh, was really? uh, it was you know it's it's a director's license to showcase what they want to but it was just so dramatic that most of us uh, found it very amusing um but you know coming back to your question i think uh, when it comes to uh, doing ram shows you know you're spending so much time together days and days during fashion week so if you're traveling for a a, a tour as well as you know you most of us have had very long careers so you make some really good friends in fact all my close friends are only models oh, wow. i didn't for the longest time i didn't know of anybody who was out of this profession because you only end up meeting because the same people you're in that people. bubble and and you get you get each other schedule and mindset so you look out for each other you look out for each other of course uh, there are times when i see there is a little bit of uh, you know people are competitive people can get a little uh, nasty but you know what it's that happens in each and every workplace right, you know that's it true. happens everywhere so it's, it's all about you know it's not anymore in the modeling industry yeah there okay. you go and let's talk a little bit about you know the whole sizing issue in the model mm. in modeling industry there's so much said about that internationally mm. and domestically um i personally feel that size 0 is pretty much out of fashion now mm. would you say the same thing for the modeling industry well i've never believed on size 0 to be honest because size 0 what was size 0 it was just uh, a term that became popular when uh, you know in the west they tried to gather some eyeballs so basically a us size 2 was rechristened as a, a size 0 so there is nothing like a size 0 as such and uh, i feel it's more about you know people should be encouraged to be fit more toned as compared to just being skinny without any muscle and just looking anorexic right. i think that doesn't look nice i was uh, seeing a documentary on victoria secret models recently mm-hmm. and it was very sad i mean most of them who've now gotten out of that uh, out of that phase of their lives say uh, how stressful it was and even though they were less than a size 0 they still had to skip meals and mm-hmm. they were still not thin enough and you know the amount of rigorous training that you had to go through and i i feel like india is probably not has never reached that point uh, mm-hmm. and in fact i think internationally as well the whole movement towards you know um if i may say so excel size models like ashley graham who mm-hmm. came on spots illustrated uh, she was i think the first excel size model to make it on the cover and it mm-hmm. it made big news and uh, mm-hmm. even the um Uh, Madeline Stewart, who's the model with Down syndrome, who's uh-huh. doing excessively well for yeah. herself. So I think there's a lot of diversity coming into the modeling industry as well, which is great. Correct. What do you, What do you think about that? No, totally agreed. I think um, you know we don't have 
pressures that uh, the models in the West face a lot. For us, it's definitely a lot more easier. But having said that, uh, you know, you you can't, uh, as I said earlier, you know, you can't expect to have a glorious career if you're not disciplined. Right. A lot of people think modeling is easy money because it's all about, you know, wearing different outfits, putting on some makeup. People don't realize there's a lot of discipline. I've seen people who've been disciplined, who've been punctual, who've been rigorous in terms of their efforts of reinventing themselves and looking good are the ones who've had very long careers as compared to those who probably got famous overnight but had temper tantrums or, you know, disciplinary issues, not right. coming on time. So yeah. I think it's it's very important to sort of know that uh, there is a lot of responsibility and there's no scope for misbehaving, you know. Right. There are so many models out there who will probably be uh, used to replace you in no time. Right. Okay, now let's talk about something of more masala and something lighter. Tell us about your experience with Big Boss. Wow, uh, Malika. Uh, so I was a part of Big Boss uh, in the season in season four. So that right. was the first year Salman Khan was hosting it, and uh, that was a life-changing experience. It was a lot of fun, but at the same time, it was the most difficult thing I've ever done in my life. Really, why really, would you really say that? Difficult thing. Um, you know, in several ways. Very many, several ways. So there are about the 60 to 70 cameras following you every day. There was absolutely no privacy. You were housed in a place with very different people, a bunch of people you've never seen before or interacted with, are very different compared to what I am as a person. And of course, you know, the tasks that you get, just the way the format of the show is very difficult. There's guests, your food, you have to do your own sort of jobs and you know daily household chores then you have to be entertaining and there's zero privacy you have so to look good you have you to have dress to look up good, which wasn't very hard for me uh, that you're used to <laughs> but how long were you there for i was there for six weeks and uh, would you go back again now especially because now big boss has become so much bigger see every year it's become bigger and bigger and uh, i think uh, you know when i got out of that house uh, I decided I would never do a reality show ever again because it did take a lot of toll on me emotionally, mentally and physically. I lost six kilos in six weeks. Wow. I was very skinny at that time. So, you know, when I came out, I looked very, very anorexic. Um, apart from that, you know, there were a lot of games that were being played. You know, that's the format of the show. I mean, that's why the show is successful. You, you're told that things like this will happen and you know if you want to do it you do it for the experience so for me um, you know that first uh, one or two months were very very difficult because you know when you go get out and you see the reruns and then you see the controversies and you know the, the backbiting and the nonsense that was going on it bothers you for a little bit but uh, I'm very thankful that you know I did that show because it changed me as a person I was okay. a person of few words I never liked confrontations I believed in being dignified and I felt that, you know, sometimes silence can be more dignified than fighting and being cross. I'd never be cross even now. I think it's very important to be dignified, but I wish I'd had dialogue a lot more. You know, the power of dialogue is so important just by keeping quiet doesn't set you right, you know, even though you know you're right. right. So, so that sort of, and apart from that, you know, the kind of work that I got for the next few years. So I'm very happy with that. It sort 
experience. But tell me, do you think that people actually come in with a strategy? Because a lot of times we don't know whether that's truly who they are or whether they're just pretending to be that person for the TRPs. What do you think? Of course, a lot of people come there with strategies. And in fact, I wish I had time before the show. <laughs> I was asked only a week before joining the show. A week or 10 days. I think it was 10 days. And uh, for me, the struggle at the time was whether to say yes to doing it or no to doing it. Uh, now people, you know, when they go into the show, they actually have somebody handling their Facebook account and their Twitter. So basically social media is covered. Somebody is, you know, out there making sure you're getting the right amount of votes and people do have a strategy and why not you know you're on that show to you know in order to be seen right. there are a lot of people who want to become actors there are a lot of people who are probably not getting work and want to get more work so it's a big sort of an opportunity and if you use it rightly to get noticed you will be noticed right unfortunately for me uh, for me I've I was a model I knew I always wanted to be a model there was no sort of plan B to become an actor after that or to get into something else after that and as I told you you know I had such little time so my struggle was to decide whether I want to do it uh, how to you know get out of the jobs that I was committed to already and uh, so that sort of, you know, and I, I just wanted to be myself. So for right. me, there was no sort of an agenda out there. Well, you know, I'm, I'm glad you were yourself because I think even if people are trying to get TRPs with a strategy, it's usually going down the very negative sort of aggressive route of fighting with people. And that really doesn't help you in the long run, I think. So it's good to just be yourself. And even if you get out a little bit early, but that's yeah. fine because that's the impression that you've created of yourself Correct. to the audiences. And I have to ask this because everyone talks about it and is thinking is, is Big Boss staged or rigged? I don't think it's staged at all. Uh, you know, I've been in that house for six weeks. So uh, personally speaking, from my experience, it's not at all staged. It's just such a clever format. The format is, of the show is so brilliant, you know, that you're bound to get angry. You're bound to lose your cool. You're bound to get irritated and upset, you know. Even though you you sort of, uh, you know, you become friendly with somebody in the show, the next day you get a task where you're competing with that person. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's the survival of the fittest at the end of it. You know, we would all often compare the show to a boot camp, you know, when you're not fed properly, <laughs> when you're not sleeping enough, when you have no privacy, when you're missing your family, you're missing your friends, you're missing the freedom of, you know, being in your own house as opposed to doing things that make you uncomfortable. Of course, people are going to lose the plot, you know. So it appears very staged from the outside, but it is only, you know, when you are in those conditions inside is mm -hmm. what you know brings out the worst or probably the best in you okay and what about do you think it's rigged um see i i, I don't think i would use a term like you know uh, a show being rigged of course every now and then you hear of reality shows being rigged um you know but also i feel that you know people who've truly deserved to sort of be in the top three or the top are the ones who actually make it because uh, I think the format of Big Boss in specific is about entertaining people 
people like you and me will watch the show only if we see something funny or something dramatic or something crazy or right. something over the top happening if people are just going to chill and be sophisticated <laughs> nobody's going to watch the <laughs> no show no one's interested so in that I, i think in the last few years i have seen people who've been entertaining whether it's for the better or the worse whether they've been aggressive or whether they've genuinely genuinely been um, you know sort of entertaining are the ones who've made it towards the end yes. but eventually how the system works because you can't go and count the votes or ask for them to show you the actual proof i don't know how that part works but okay. yeah that's my two well, bits thanks for this it's definitely very enlightening and on that note let's take our first break and we'll come back with lots lots more fashion stuff Hey guys, we're back with Anchal Kumar from our break and now we're going to talk about the super cool trends that are ruling the ramps. Uh so Anchal, are you ready to tell us uh maybe three trends that uh, you're loving right now? Oh, well there's so many, but if you ask me to pick the top 3, I think sneakers have really made a comeback. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to see how sneakers are being teamed with not just uh pants and track pants or sweat pants but also with dresses and skirts some designers even made models wear uh, sneakers with sarees but mm-hmm. i think it's just so comfortable quirky and trendy so that's my number 1 number 2 the i mean boyfriend jeans mm-hmm. how much cooler can that be yeah. so they're comfortable they look good they're funky with you know a little bit of tone pe patches do you think a, a curvaceous woman can wear boyfriend jeans as well or do you need to have like a leaner body type for it i i think a curvaceous woman can definitely wear uh, you know boyfriend jeans as long as it's teamed with the right sort of a top you know if she's slightly on the heavier side if she's wearing a tight fitted top won't look nice but something which is slightly looser yeah. would look really nice okay. and uh, and is there another trend um yes in terms of hair styling you know so what i've seen of late is that uh, you know the out of bed look so like a messy bun or you know just having a plait done even with a trendy gown so you just do like a just a side plait or you know a french braid so i think that's so much more cooler than having those prim and proper tight curls or right. you know blow dried hair i think the half bun which is essentially the bun which is tied behind your head but there's still open hair yes. uh, which priyanka chopra spots in quantico is actually yeah. very cool right now and I, i see a lot of that so it's it's very much in trend the other one that i've noticed and tell me what you think about it mm. is this nearly naked trend which is what everyone's been doing in the red mm-hmm. carpet especially especially uh-huh. abroad where you know they're wearing fabric uh, in a way that it's essentially pretty much only hiding their their private parts Correct. and everything else is you Correct. know um everything else is seen uh, what do you think of that See personally I would never sport something like that because yeah. uh, you know that's not my style but I've seen a lot of that some of them look very very nice and elegant where you know the fab where fabrics like net or something sheer like lace has been used very classically mm-hmm. so I think that looks really nice but uh, there are certain designs which just make it look very vulgar so i think that's something that i don't like at all yeah and i think an offshoot of the nearly naked trend is the nude bikini 
which uh, I just came across uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kim Kardashian was in it, and and the nude yeah. bikini is basically a skin-colored bikini, and yeah. from a distance it looks like you're not wearing anything. Correct. And uh, apparently it's now the latest thing, and and all the you know the Hollywood celebrities are sporting it. Is that something that you think looks cool as well, or? I think every sort of quirk, every sort of design has its niche audience. So I personally think it just looks very, um, you know, it's just not my style again. I think colors are so good. There's so many different varieties, and you know, swimwear and bikinis. They're quirky colors. There's so many different designs. So it's it's not the same, you know, boring stuff that used to be produced earlier. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, I'd stay away from something like that. But okay. uh, I would prefer sporting colors. Okay. And tell us, Anshul, have you ever had a fashion faux pas or a funny fashion faux pas that you've seen someone else making and they haven't even noticed? Well, several times, uh, Malika, I'd like, I wouldn't like to comment on others, but uh, personally, I mean, I don't mind sharing this with you. When I was very, um, very new to the industry, I never knew the right sort of makeup. So it was always about, you know, my face would look three shades lighter than my the rest of my skin tone. And sometimes when I'd see the photographs, I'd be scared because I'd look like a ghost. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're looking three shades lighter than your skin tone. So you I look think anemic then. Sorry? You look anemic then. <laughs> Yeah, you you just don't look. Something doesn't look right, you yeah. know. So, uh, so that's something I immediately stopped. I went to some you know experienced makeup artists and showed them those pictures and said, "What what am I doing wrong?" And then they told me how to put the right sort of you know you blend the right foundation mm-hmm. and apply it because you can get carried away by buying the wrong things. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like people who are selling you those things give you the right sort of information. So I'm glad that you know I chose to go to somebody and learn from them. Oh, great! Wow. Um, what do you think of you know the 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 bra showing? You know, a lot of women wear uh, mm. outfits where the straps of their bras are showing. Do you think that's a fashion faux pas? Do you think that's totally okay? Oh, no, 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 totally a complete no, no. I I just uh, you know I just cringe even when you asked me that question. I sort of cringed because uh, that's a complete no, no. I think uh, you know there's so. many options available from wearing a strapless bra to you know there's several sorts of options available so i think if you're wearing an outfit which is going to show your shoulders and which is you know or if it's off shoulder for example a lot of those are really in it looks really tacky you know to put on plastic straps or to let your straps show because you know i mean that's just not cool that's true i agree as well so give us um, a few tricks uh, that you you know use for hair and makeup so what would you do on a day that you wake up with a pimple and you have a uh, at shoot well in case i wake up with a pimple on my face then i go to my uh, most trusted foundation it works like a miracle of course uh, it doesn't uh, make the pimple disappear but it camouflages it and which one is it i use a, a mac studio fix okay yeah okay so i use the mac concealer and okay. the mac studio fix so i think it totally camouflages it in terms of you know if the if the acne is looking red or if it's just looking just too out of place you can camouflage it with a little bit of foundation right and on a bad hair day what would you do Well thanks to the trends these days you know um making a braid or a messy bun is not considered bad anymore right you know so i sort of use that to my advantage mm-hmm. and uh 
Yeah, I mean, and also I think it's very important to you to have a few sort of, you know, hair irons or an ironing rod. If you're, if you're very, um, if you're keen about how you look, you know, so if it's important to you how you look, right. I think it's important to buy a few of these things. You know, hair straightener goes a long way and ironing, um, um, what do you call it? A tong, ironing tong, that right. goes a long way. So you can use these to sort of, you know, save your day. Okay. And any um, weight management tips for women, because especially younger women, you know, who really don't know how to eat right, how to look mm-hmm. stylish, how to look like a model. They're all aspiring to look like you. Mm-hmm. So is there anything that you would say that you should stay away from? And not the usual stuff that we hear like fried Correct. food and stuff, but personally, what, what do you do? See, I feel uh, there's a lot of awareness nowadays. Initially, back in the day, people just didn't know what was what suited them, what did not suit them. See, everybody's body type is very, very different. Your metabolic rate, your genes, nobody's going to be the same, right? So what suits me perhaps might not suit another person. So I think there are a lot of uh, nutritionists out there. It's always good to seek help. It's not about, uh, you know, oh, I don't want to go on a diet. It's not about that. It's about finding out what suits your body type and what doesn't but overall i think it's it's very obvious everyone knows you know something of course which uh, you know something which is loaded with sweet and sugar and something that's deep fried of course has a lot more calories things which are uh, you know uh, made lightly like a salad can taste yummy if you dress it up properly so it's not about just eating salads or just eating uh, you know unseasoned food but you right. can make food uh, taste okay. good as well also I feel um, one has to constantly keep changing their exercise routine you know if you're going to the gym it shouldn't be that you go to the gym seven days a week, you know. You should throw in some yoga, you should throw in some swimming, you should throw in some MMA, which is mixed martial arts or kickboxing because, you know, that routine gets very, very boring if you get set in that one routine and then that's when you get complacent and then you have your lazy days mm-hmm. and it becomes difficult to, you know, be regular at uh, you know, in, in any of the things that you're doing. So right. I think it's important to try a few different things. Right. On that note, I think I'm going to take a break because I need to write down all of these tips and tricks. We'll be right back. Hey guys, I'm back with my little notepad where I've been writing all the cool tips that I've heard from Anchal. Thank you so much, Anchal. Are you now ready for our most fun round, which is the rapid fire round? Yeah, of course. Okay, so let's make this really quick and peppy. Best thing about your job? Travel. Worst thing about your job? Lack of sleep. One advice you would give to people who want to become a model? Be disciplined. One thing we don't know about modeling? Models eat. (laughs) One misconception about you? I have temper issues. (laughs) Okay. Fashion is? Fashion is fun. Fashion is sexy. Fashion is stylish. Stylish. Fashion is about being comfortable. Okay. What did you eat for breakfast? Today I had a bowl of cereal and some boiled eggs. Okay. If you could live anywhere, where would you choose to live? Bombay. And only Bombay. Okay. Morning, noon or night? Morning. Uh, What's your nickname? Anna. Oh. Uh, What's your favorite color? Red. It keeps changing actually with every season. season? But right now it's red. Right now red like a deep red or like a blood red? Like a blood red. Okay. Best Bollywood actress? Deepika. I think she's doing really well. Okay. Uh, Do you have tattoos? Yes, I do. One. Where and what is it? 
It's on my left shoulder and it's a phoenix. Okay, nice. Are you in love? Yeah, totally. <laughs> You're married to the one that you love. Yes, I am. <laughs> Chocolates or flowers? Flowers. Your favorite place to shop in Mumbai? Uh the Palladium. Okay. The Palladium shopping mall. And something on a budget? Uh, well, I've never really had a budget, <laughs> but um, you don't go budget shopping. <laughs> haven't been, thankfully, for a very, very, very long time. Thankfully, but yeah, back in the day, uh, perhaps Kolaba Causeway for uh, you know they have really quirky accessories. Right, workout preference? A mixture of uh, mixed martial arts as well as cardio and. Uh, weight training okay how do you deal with criticism well i think it's very important to listen to the person who is who has a comment to make but at the same time you know uh I I I try not to get too affected by it. If I feel that there is scope of improvement, of course I'll improve upon it. But mm-hmm. if I feel that it's uncalled for, then I'll probably ignore it. Okay. Best dressed actor in Bollywood? Ranveer Singh. Okay. And finally, what makes you smile? Mm, happiness. I think when things go my way right. and uh well to keep it on a lighter note, shopping makes me happy. Shopping <laughs> makes me smile. <laughs> Well, thank you for the honesty, Anjal. And now we're going to answer a few questions from our listeners. Yeah, sure. So, Prerna Shah has asked, "What is your pet peeve?" Um, several, right? Um, so there are several sort of things. See, I tend to get very, very lazy. So that's something that I've always struggled with. You know, so I try and start my day with a sort of an exercise. I try and do yoga in the morning. If not, I try and go for a jog or a quick run. But there are times when that's not possible in Bombay because you know the infrastructure doesn't really allow you to walk on the roads or to go for a jog. So that sort of annoys me, and then I just start my day. F- being very lazy so i wish there was more we could do okay so shivani modi asks what are the three wardrobe staples that every girl must have i think it's very very important uh, to have a nice pair of jeans i think uh, you know it's really important you can team them with something casual and make it look very casual and wear it every day or you can even team like uh, you know slightly formal sort of a top and wear it so it's effortless so everybody should have a pair of jeans i think people should have sneakers at least two pairs everyone should have two pairs because they're comfortable you know you can use them for your workouts at the same time you can make them look quirky with a short skirt or a dress and um thirdly i think um, you know you can't go wrong with a black dress right, right. it makes every, uh, i think black makes everybody look good so i think a black dress is important okay nice and uh, finally riddhi shah asks what is your favorite outfit for the red carpet i love sporting the super glamorous sort of look so i think uh, a nice gown designed either by Gavin McGill or by Swapnil Chinde these two guys are my absolute favorites or a nice outfit by Gaurav Gupta i think something like that would be ideal okay well thank you so much for talking to us anchal lots and lots of success to you in the future and we hope to see you soon again thank you thank, thank you. you it was fun Thanks. chatting with you Thank you so much for tuning in listeners. We will catch you again next week where we speak to Ace Jewelry designer Shaheen Abbas. 
Until then, you can get in touch with us on Facebook at Stylogram Official and on Instagram at Stylogram underscore Official. Until then, like I always say, keep it stylish. Stylogram.